This podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Welcome everybody to Off Your Chest, a podcast of confessions by the best upcoming comedic talent in Leeds and the surrounding area. I am Josh and we'll go around the room so we can introduce ourselves and familiarise you all with our lovely voices. Hello, I'm Abby and I find your intro funny every single time. (laughs) (laughs) It's doing its job. Hello, I'm Terry. Um, I'm just laughing quietly. Hello, I'm Mandy. Hello, I'm Ben. And hello, I'm Noel. Joining us for the first time. Subscriber turned participant. (laughs) (laughs) If we do that with the entire base, then we will have at least five people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And who are you, Josh? I'm I'm Josh. (laughs) Is he... Look, it's there. I am. This week's big reveal. (laughs) (laughs) It is, in fact, being hosted by myself. Uh, How are we all? How are we all good today? You've come off. Fabulous. Had a show last night, Terry. How was that? Did have a show. It was amazing. The audience were amazing. They were brilliant. Really good vibe. Hilariously funny. I cried all the way through the first half, mainly because they were talking about my vagina, and it was my own fault. I shouldn't have said anything. But um, no, it was really good. Yeah. Clive Anderson doesn't have to put up with the shit, honestly. He doesn't have a vagina, so no, they can't talk about said vagina. Uh, it was funny. Uh, how was the STI thing for everyone? Did everyone enjoy that one? A couple of weeks good. back? Yeah, yeah very good show, good I thought. Good audience, in most. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and, and Ben brought cake. Yes. Oh yeah, there was what a cake. Okay. A, a Bruce Bog shot of cake. What? <laughs> you can do it, Bruce. Does that, does that finest mean... chocolate treats. Actually, it was for a sort of cheap owl cake. Um, Arrogant. <laughs> that was gonna... no, luxurious. As no, the price of it. Insulting. Tesco's finest label on that. It was one. amazing. Goodness me. The, so... the moisture to ratio was really high. Yeah. So does that mean the cast actually got some cake for once? Because Sonny always brings muffins, but now the cast aren't allowed them. Cause they're yeah. No, he used to give them to us. Weird, yeah, weird. Nice. Trouble shipped in the cake at first. I think it was the lack of forks was people putting people off. <laughs> so I just use my face. I've even stopped using the, uh, my hands now. I just like um, bite like that. Like a chicken. <laughs> no, not no. Chickens haven't got big mouths. They've got beaks. I don't eat like a chicken. No, I don't know. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be disturbed if you did. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So, as you all know, we draw a random subject matter from the bucket. Have a good show. Hey, there we go. And we will confess our sins on the randomly selected subject matter. And if you want to add a subject matter to the bucket, you can do so by giving us an email, oycpodcast at gmail.com. No. No. It's your first time. It's in the bucket. <laughs> Get your end in there, love. Let's see what I have. It's like, oh, it's like pieces of paper when you can't open it up yep. in the dark. Going, yes, and then he said to Good me... Good quality, sticky that notes. thing was, it was the worst thing at a concert gig slash gig. The worst oh, thing at a concert What's that you've seen gig. or has happened to you? Are you done? Oh, could be all Ooh. sorts. I've, I went to see Gorillaz on Friday night. Oh, oh wow. Dorney, which was very good. Uh, and one of the things I hate about going to concerts is other people. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Just they're people all in just the way. don't know how to behave, do yeah. they? You always get, no matter where you stand, some bloke will stand right, <laughs> right in front of me. And I was at, and you do the. I'm not moving. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand with my arms folded and poke them into your back. But some guy 
was just came along, hugged his mates, and then stood right in front of me and started backing into me. And I was giving him the old poke. Didn't work. <laughs> Buggery. I went to um, last year. Uh, last year, went to Capital FM concert. Outside at flipping Sheffield. You've only got no, yourself to be. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> my niece invited me. She wanted me to chaperone her and a friend. So you have to stand outside up, stand up for three hours before anything starts. And then you've got to stand through the concert. How the hell are you supposed to stand for that length of time without sitting down? There, wedged in between everybody. I mean, it ended up being fun. James Arthur was on, and I liked that, but the rest of it was a bit. I, knew James <laughs> I went to a concert I and know, we had to stand. I never knew this. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I just love James Arthur. It's an outrage. He's got such a lovely husky voice. What does he think? sing? Sorry. Um, songs. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> He's X Factor, isn't he? Songs, the X Factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has yeah. that as advice. Yeah, he won the X Factor. He's, good. He's really good. I like his. Yeah, he did win. Oh. Yeah. And but he's doing like successful. Him. Traditionally, that isn't. Yeah, he's, he's, what happens? He's good, but he's I very. I don't know if headlining the Capitol <laughs> <laughs> concert is my idea of smashing it in the world. We don't know he was headlining. Before, he, went, before he went on there, he was um, he was a busker. He did a lot of busking, you know, hmm. and he, he sort of like lived low and depressed and stuff like that. And oh, he writes his own stuff. He's a bit, he's a bit Ed Sheeran with his. The way According to the fact X no. Factor, that's what he did, but that's not no, necessarily that true. It's his tragic backstory. He's not. He's not. He's a the last of his giant. In inverted commas, he's 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 kind of quite real. He's come through the X Factor no. like all real pop stars. Pretty. I, 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 I don't care what you say to me. <laughs> ben, what was the last? I like James Arthur. Concert you went to? I, I don't go to many concerts because I'm very boring. <gasps> mm-hmm. uh, I used yeah. to. I used to review music. For now and again, so I used to go but to a lot go of gigs. To, oh, he did go to them. Yeah, so it kind of put me off. Um, <laughs> and again, the thing Noel mentioned: people gradually encroaching in your space that always peed me off. Mm. Uh, and being kind of sort of a a kind of boring white middle class man, I used to like mm. it when people would offer me like you know smoke on the joint or something. And I'd really <laughs> feel like I was blending in. <laughs> I can tell you, you yeah. were. Ben. <laughs> I went to see a Manchester revival thing with uh, some of the Stone Roses. And, all that. People there sort of offering me the joints. And I'm just, Toke. just really fitting right in. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite relaxed, I'd say, for Absolutely. that kind of thing. That's a good point. There were helium balloons. I think they're banned, though, aren't they? But <laughs> just full of ecstasy. Not helium. It's PC gone mad, isn't it? Really? It's PCP gone The man, best person. Um... <laughs> Write that down. Um, I haven't been to a gig for a long time, but. The best gigs, I've been to a lot of really good gigs, but the best gigs, the person that gives the best gigs is Bruce Springsteen. He is just phenomenal. He performs three or four hours straight. He's in his mid-60s, and his energy... Give it a profile like Terminator, male, mid-60s, four hours straight. I don't think you quite get this, Mandy. It's the worst thing at a concert. Well, it sounds like standing during your Bruce Springsteen concert. No, I think, I think yeah. we can that's, do that's the worst. And we can do the worst and the best because oh. I was might have been coming on to the worst. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> you Mum. See, Andy, I would find that the worst things. Any, I like music. Uh, I wouldn't say I love it, but I do like it. But I cannot tolerate more than about an hour yeah. of any. Yeah. 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 No, I, I thought that was there's certain exceptions, and I so kind of Bruce made that for him. Ken Dodd of the rock and roll world. Just doesn't know where to stop. 
It's a I double think... bill that I would love to see. I think anybody or anything when people don't know when to stop is just the worst thing, isn't it? People just go on too long mentioning no names. But um, the um, <laughs> no, but the worst thing about that concert was it was really great and I enjoyed it. Three hours was absolutely fine. A long time ago. Um, the worst thing was ending up accidentally in the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I was imagine that, that was hideous. That wouldn't have been for you, Noel, or you, Ben. I know, but you don't like the close proximity of people, so. Well, I'd rather it be that than just a bloke leaning on you. Mm. I'd rather be moving around. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I don't mind yeah. it in a mosh pit because you've chosen that. The pain it's makes like, you feel alive. standing in my face yeah. when there's room for them I not get that. to. Yeah. Like, back. I get off. that. It's a bit like when, and this has happened to me, I went to see a film once in the, in the middle of the day and literally I was the only person in the cinema, the only person, and this guy came in Sat right next to you. Sat next to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. What is that? That's time to go, that is. That is. Well, it's an assigned seat, you know, so I, I, I love a film during the middle of the day. Oh, I went to see uh, Stephen King's It. So the guy asked me, where do you want to sit? So I said, oh, have you got anything at the back centre? That's what I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, peak viewing position. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He yeah. books me in. One other person in there, and it sat us two seats apart. No. Once I arrived later, so the guy's going to think I intentionally arrived to oh, sit there. Oh, no. Awkwardly. <laughs> but can't you then... <laughs> Well, I could have observed that situation and go, maybe I shouldn't sit in my assigned seat. I'm pretty sure it's I never sit in my out. assigned seat. I pick a seat and oh. I never sit oh, in it. I feel naughty about it. Only when, only when it's not busy. If it's not busy and there's two yeah. rows of luxury seats, I'm going to yeah. sit in those seats. I'll sometimes sneak in there. Yeah, yeah. What you need to do is go to the showcase because they're all luxury seats. That's true. <laughs> they're not. The most comfortable seats yeah, it's ever in a cinema. They, they, it's not the one that they've got man. recliners yeah, yeah. backwards. I haven't been to the showcase. I don't know. I've not been, but I've done. Wine and pizza brought to your chair. But does not disturb your film. People walking about there can't be doing with that. Was that every man? Was it? Yeah, I went there to see Baby Tron. Star Wars. Baby Driver is an awful film, isn't it? It's a really good film. I really enjoyed oh, it. No. I saw Baby Driver. Yeah. First time I've seen it. I thought I enjoyed it. Oh, I did. can't watch it the same way. Now. Yeah, yeah. We, this was before <laughs> the Kevin Spacey stuff came out, but um, yeah, it was a good film at the time. Uh, so was Seven. It will be again once we've all forgotten. Yeah. So, so gig concert, John? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw a Baby Driver concert. No, I'm just trying to think. Um, I. I once um, stole a crowd surfer's shoe and <laughs> threw it. No. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, re- I really hate crowd surfers. So you're the worst yeah. and most annoying thing at a concert. No, no. I was, I was, I was discouraging right, okay. the crowd surfing okay. by, hey, you can crowd surf, but I'm going to steal your shoe. But somebody yeah. might have got hit in the head. Oh no, I threw it like at the stage. Oh, uh, right, okay, and cool. Yeah. No, like, in, you know, a little press pit or whatever the hell it's called, the landing zone for the, for the crowd surfers. Um, do they get chucked out if they do that? They, they do just nowadays. Get, they get sent to the back. Um, I used to love it when I was 15. It's like a roller coaster ride, but one time I did crowd surf <laughs> and fall into a mosh pit. Because oh. the crowd ended, oh. and that was a that was a memorable time. Well, but then what, someone just flung me back up. What, and I was like, oh, okay. what concert was it? How vigorous was the mosh pit? It was quite rigorous. This was when I used to attend. Um, I had a very emo friend in high school who was lovely, but wanted a friend to go to Doncaster Dome for I don't know some sort of tour with all the really like I don't know whatever was on scores at the time, <laughs> like the used and simple like plan. That. 
And I didn't mind it, but it was kind of boring to me, so that's why I had crowd surf to kind of <laughs> have some excitement about what was going on. I was, I was really hoping that you wouldn't say, like, somebody nicked my shoe and threw it on. <laughs> and it was Josh! <laughs> like a chance there. Sorry, carry on. You no, threw it was the a, shoe. I think it was a, a real big fish concert um, Well, you, you years ago. Oh, I've that, been well, to, that's I've the worst thing. So, I've been to... I'm no, Josh, that's the, that's the worst thing. That's, a, that's really bad. I've seen you it. went to it. Did you enjoy it as well? I've seen Real Big Fish live about 14 times. Oh. Like, every they're time, they're, bad, every, every time they're, just... they're in Leeds, I, I, I go see them with uh, my mate Christine. We always go see them. It's like a little tradition. And they're a really good live band. We they haven't recorded an album. Real Big Fish, is it spelled R-E-A-L or R-E-E-L? R-E-E-L. They're a 90s They're that horrible... I really hate modernised ska punk so much. Like, and when they do a cover, it's even worse. Is it then that covered Bare Naked Ladies? Um, they they well, their most famous song is a cover of Take on Me. That's the, that. That's the. It's a no. You can't cover yeah. Bare Naked Ladies, can you? You can't. <laughs> hey, write it down. Turn the paper in, in, in the vault. Just, just, jump, <laughs> just jumping on something Josh just said, the highlight of my uh, concert-going career was when I went to see Aha. Can't talk oh, that for uh-huh. me. Aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, yeah. Twice, in fact. Went to see them Everyone's twice. misunderstanding Amazing. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the worst concert. Let me think back to my great I went to, I went to, uh, I went to a concert in uh, Manchester, and this was probably about... Manchester. Ten. Manchester. Uh, about 12 years ago, and uh, we went to go see a band. Me and my friend uh, Luke in school... A very big ba- fan of a band called the Mars Volta. Does anyone remember I the remember Mars Volta? Yeah. What are they called? No. The Mars. The Mars Volta. They are sort of like hard rock, Latina prog rock. It's weird as shit in hindsight, it's but a we would. Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a lift to the venue from uh, my mate's dad, and he dropped us off at the venue, and uh, he drove off, and uh, we there was a notice on the thing saying concert has been postponed due to uh, one of them being hospitalised. And, Can um, I just address the fact that Mandy has <laughs> gone into her bag? It's very sneaky. Got out a fan, a like kind of traditional fan <laughs> that plays fan. out a Spanish fan. Is this what because I mentioned Latino prog rock? What does it say on it? It says Viva. <laughs> Viva Mandy. Viva Mandy. Viva Diva. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tad hot. Carry on, Josh. It's okay. Um, <laughs> that should be your that? Edinburgh show, Mandy. <laughs> I'm a tad hot. Very hot. Write it down, man. Write it down. You do that with ease. Do we need to start feeding you the grapes? (laughs) (laughs) That would be good. Oh, I feel. Come on, Josh. Carry on. Sorry, that's pretty much it. We went to a concert. We got dropped off. The concert was postponed, and uh, none of us had mobile phones because it was before they were popular. So we had to go find a payphone and be like, "We need this lift a little bit sooner than anticipated." (laughs) 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 No, no, we we had cash to go out. For the night. We were like fifteen at the time. We were, and we were like as a, as a when I was a, yeah when I was a kid like I wasn't uh, oh I'm gonna go out and drink underage and stuff like that. I was a very rule abiding child. This was um, before you started flinging shoes around. Back to the bone. Just hangs them in his room as a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> the ones on the ones on telephone poles. The cops find that you're gonna have a bit of explaining. Horses collecting shoes. No, it's not what it looks like. It's just constant. So. Best gig anybody's ever been oh, to. I've, I've got best. to tell you my worst oh, one, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, my worst one. I went to see um, Whitney Houston, 
Uh, it was crap. Oh no! It was like yeah, she was um, she was about an hour and a half late on stage, and we kept being told that um, it was due to technical difficulties. And when she came on, she said it was her voice, and she says, "Well, that's a technical difficulty because it's an instrument." So she starts going on stinging, doing a thing, but she she didn't sing a single song that you could sing along to because she ad libbed everything. It was all notes that she was singing at the end of like. The, you know, the music and the tracks were playing, yeah. or the band was playing the, the tracks, and she was just ad-libbing the boppy doodles that, you know, that she does. And she, so you couldn't sing along to anything, and she played the whole concert, bent over to a family <coughs> on the front row at the right-hand side, singing to them. She wasn't she wasn't working the stage, she wasn't looking out at the crowd. Well, was it an arena show, was it? Yeah, I think it was in Sheffield. Sheffield, was this the talk, like, I or remember there, I remember there was a Whitney Houston talk, I think it was like one of the last ones that she did where people were recording no, it, it and she, quite wa- a long time and she ago. wasn't able to like hit the notes on I Will Always Love You and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, she, it was quite a long time ago, about about 15 years ago I think, but, but no, it was really disappointing and I was at the back and whenever I've been at a concert I've always been lucky enough to be at the front, so whether that changed the atmosphere for me I don't know, but it wasn't the same at all, it was awful. You weren't oh. overcome by the wave of Houston coming from the stage. Yeah. One of the Nelson Mandela concerts, they had kind of the live aid type thing. Mm. They had loads of people on. And she was the one I was at. There was the rumoured to be this special guest appearance by somebody. Yeah. And uh, we were all, it was like rumours flying around during the day. And then uh, you all like this, Mandy. There was somebody in the wings. <laughs> And I went, that looks a bit like Stevie Wonder. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I saw his head go from side to side. And I went, that is Stevie Wonder, that is Stevie Wonder. Stevie Confirm, Stevie Confirm, we have a Stevie Wonder. But he only got to do two songs because he got his God. equipment nicked backstage. That was and me. there was this big panic. <laughs> and uh, they were trying to, so he missed his slot. And they were asking other acts to lop a song off their slot and I think Sting agreed to do a song less and somebody else agreed to do a song less but Whitney wouldn't budge right so we good for Whitney two, well, <coughs> no I would have liked to have seen one more song from Stevie yeah. Wonder oh, oh. Than, going, uh, going back to another um, Whitney sorry going to Abby's point of disappointing covers I think Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You is a horrific abomination of Dolly Parton's original. Dolly Parton's, Dolly Parton's original is incredible. <coughs> but Whitney so Houston, good. she's still, she's still. How will I know? <coughs> Dance with somebody. They're fucking bangers. Oh, they're amazing. You can't like a sweet little face in those videos. You should watch How Will I Know music video. It's insane and brilliant. I like the version. I like the version that was on the jukebox while we were dancing in the pub in the Bodyguard. There was like a, a, country, a guy country singer singing it. Right. I will always love you, and it was a gorgeous version. Look it up if you, if you like that song. I love Dolly, and I will always love Dolly. But I love Whitney too. She's brilliant. Yeah, I love, I love Whitney, but it was a disappointing concert. Every concert I've been to, something's happened where it's like, ugh, wish that didn't happen. <laughs> 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 And that's what all these moments are. And one of them was, um, we went to, for my birthday, we went to um, Hyde Park in London to see Foo Fighters. I was pretty young, so Foo Fighters are still a thing for me. 
then. And um, the support <laughs> acts, I mainly went for Juliet and the Licks because I loved them as well when, when I was growing up. And Motorhead were playing and my brother liked them. So it was a good family, good family thing. And um, the few things that happened... One was this, the worst bit was this guy just started to strip off naked. I can't remember which, like, which, which part. So then nice it's like an open park, like, you know. And it's really crap. There's loads of people there. And then this guy's like, everyone's having such a good time. And there was a lot of um, camaraderie between strangers. Like, it was one of those good things. And everyone's like, yeah. And then this guy, I mean, I knew something was wrong when he was wearing, like, a bucket hat. Is that what they're called? I thought, no, no, there's something going to happen here. And he was just, like, bopping around. His fear, rather than fun. And then one item comes off. Like, I mean, he went from not to naked really quickly. And um, everyone just, every, the crowd just like, went, nope. <laughs> like, the crowd went quickly away from him as he became naked. And I was like, why is everyone move? And they're like, oh. <laughs> and that's why. And there's this that's guy was like, uh, he's, uh, yeah. he's like, <laughs> yeah, <all right." laughs> And then everyone went quiet and just was like, no, no, bud. Put it, put, put it all back on. And then everyone was like, oh, he was like, oh, come on, fuck off, you love it. And then I was just like, we don't, we don't. And then like, the power cool. of safety in numbers of like, just our eyes forcing him to put his clothes back on. I think in the, in the comedian's trade, that's called misreading the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He misread a large patch of grass in London. And then that same gig, um, it's not really the worst thing, but like there was this guy who looked incredibly like Dave Grohl and people were going insane <laughs> over him. This guy was just trying to like watch the gig. He's like, I promise you I'm not. And he looked so much like him. And he was being harangued. And then... Um, Talk about standing up. We were stood up all day long. This is like a full on from like 11 a.m. till 10 p.m. And yeah. we'd be stood there for ages. I was with my friend. I was like, oh, God, I ache so much. And then Motorhead started. Yeah. <laughs> and there were all these Motorhead, like mega Motorhead fans. A very massive smorgasbord of fans because the different bands were so different. And these guys have been so quiet with their like, bright blue jeans and their black Motorhead t-shirts just like, wait moment and then like they kicked in and then all of a sudden I was talking to my friend and went I wonder what they're going to play and I went flying forward because they've created this motorhead of their own and um, <laughs> flying forward but my every bone in my body went pop 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 and it felt amazing. And then the guy, because <laughs> I've been stood up all day. And then all the motorhead gang was like, shit, we've literally just flung like this piece of spaghetti all over <laughs> <laughs> the field, like go pick her up. And then they picked me up and like, are you all right, love? And I was like, yeah, you really fixed my back. <laughs> it felt like I'd been shaking like a towel. It was perfect. So there were some good things that happened. And then I went to Lady Gaga gig because my friend's uh, friend backed out and I got free tickets. So I was like, yeah, sure. I don't really listen it's to her that much, game. but she's very theatrical and it was actually amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was at Manchester Arena. And <laughs> we were on the seats. So, you know, like the seats sort of like, there's a circle of people standing and the seats begin, like tiered. Yeah. So we were in the front row of the first seats. And then, like, it hadn't really started, and the darkness was so far in. And then they finished. They finished. Why are you putting a horrible face? They finished, and then this guy just went, didn't look great, went, oh no, he doesn't look great. And then he just spewed 
oh. everywhere. Oh. And it was so amazing because you're like watching from like quite close, but kind of like a fly in the wall. <laughs> and, then, like, and then everyone was like, oh. And then within seconds, this cleaner just like sprinkled all this sawdust on it. <laughs> and I think it's just, this is when I first found out about special like sick cleaning products wow. that basically dry it up. So you just sweep it away and it was like nothing had ever happened. Bloody and then everyone was just enjoying the game. I was like, there. <laughs> <laughs> Something that it's was inside someone it came is. out and it's gone. But I know. <laughs> well, I've seen Motorhead before. Yeah. I've seen them a long, long time ago. They were fantastic. Yeah, but they're a great Brilliant. band. They're really, really, really I've fun. I've seen them uh, two or three times. At, yeah, one of my best gigs. Brilliant. And yeah, I love the way he, he sang like his head up, <laughs> and underneath him was all the carnage in the mosh pit. And it's the <laughs> only time I've been to a mosh pit. So I'm <laughs> like, it's fucking Motorhead. I'm going to mm -hmm. a face of space. Yeah. People shoving, glasses getting thrown, mm. still mm. people are smoking at that time. And it's like just looks up above it all and it's an amazing visual. Yeah. Like he doesn't see any of it. Yeah. No, they're, they're really I don't think Ben would be scared of mosh pits. I mean he cuddles people while he's in Leotard. He's a wrestler. Oh, he likes being close to people. I like watching it. Oh, yeah. I like Josh, watching Josh it. is the man with the experience. You're the wrestler. Yeah. I thought you both wrestled. I used to wrestle. <laughs> I saw Bjork, Bjork Close Festival. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I think we all love Bjork. <laughs> Bjork, the magical being is being spoken about. I think we all like the weird ones, don't we? She, she was incredible and she closed the festival wow. and then like um, at the end of the festival they put like all these amazing floats and everything's happening it's beautiful and you're like oh like everything's fine like concerts aren't the most hideous thing <laughs> in the world. Festivals can be nice. And then it just finished, and then she just finished, and then they played the Edward Scissorhands soundtrack. So it's all like, ooh, <laughs> and really magical, and you're feeling like, whoa, oh, we're wow. in a very ethereal, beautiful place. And then this fucking guy leaned over and was like, oh, it's so great, isn't it? I was like, oh, it really is. And then he went, do you want a massage? And I was like, oh. <laughs> we're, we're back. Back to reality. In reality. No, no, thank you. Kate Bush is great in concert. Whoa! You see that? You've seen Kate Bush. Twice. Oh, you're Mucky Pig. She's uh, one of my biggest. Yeah. Mucky Pig. Mucky Bastard does give Santa for cards. Just checking. I have been. I have been so close to Chris, Christina Aguilera's legs that I could see the ladders in his tights. And she had fucking ladders in her tights. I was very disappointed. They were on purpose. I would have thought. I do not remember no. some dirty. <laughs> no, no, because she doesn't care. I went with my friend Nikki, and we we were outside having a drink before we went in. And this guy came up and said, "You want your tickets upgrading for free?" And we're like, "Yeah, cool." No. So we went in that little bit at the front, and it was we were so close. I was like, why has she got ladders in the tights? You'd think, with all the money they're spending on production, she could get a new pair of tights for every time she goes on stage. Just at the end of the tour, it's just the scabbiest pair of tights. Like one of the, one imagine of being held together with a breeze. The worst thing that ever happened to me was at a gig. Um, bear in mind, I was 13 years old, and so I was so in love with Morton Harkett that I knew one day I would marry him. He just didn't know it because he hadn't met me yet. So... Aha. Uh -huh. Oh, aha. Uh -huh. uh, right. I thought I was... Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Oh, my God. Uh -huh. I, was, I was so in love with him. And I uh, went to concert. Oh, my God. Me and Liz, we were on the front row, and, like, everybody stood up, moved to the front. We were there, right there, screaming with their arms up in the air, and... Um, um, and then, like, the band members would, like, shake hands with, like, whoever's at the front. The one that I didn't like, 
shook my hand. Oh, that no. was horrendous. <laughs> and then Mark oh, Morton was God like, for life. shaking the wrong, <laughs> the wrong <laughs> member of her heart shook my hand. Worst, that wasn't even the worst thing that, um, oh no, no. The, oh, the worst, side, the worst thing that. <laughs> <laughs> I want the R part of our hand. At the end of the concert, the roadies were like throwing off, throwing off stage the cans of like lemonade that the band members had um, that they hadn't opened, right? I got one, give one to me. Oh my God, I was so happy, so happy. It was like, it was as if I'd met them myself. It was incredible. I kept it for ages and ages and ages. On the, like it was like on the mantle in my bedroom. On it's like this wardrobe with a little mirror and a light. And this, a it, was, of candles it was a mantle pictures. with this can. One day I went in, and my brother had fucking drunk it on oh, me. I was like, oh, I nearly, I nearly no. murdered him. <laughs> oh, that oh my god, that shattered every every bit of reality and dream oh. all at once for me. It was awful. I saw him. Um, oh, sorry, go on. So, well. This is a longish story, so I'm, I'm blue to, to begin it. But I think that my worst experience, it was actually after a concert, but when I was um, still at school, just at, I think it was just after my A-levels, uh, U2 were playing at Crook Park in Dublin. And we, uh, this is the most tickets. Irish story in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets better. Uh, so a whole bunch of us from school got tickets for it, and we actually arranged to go down on a coach. So this was like Aww. a on our own, no parents, Fab. trip. So me and my mates got a uh, bottle of vodka. <laughs> Coke. <gasps> Ooh, and, how old uh, were you? Start eight, eight, 17, 18. Oh, that's all right. And um, I was 17, yes. No, it was, uh, and so we, and I wasn't, hadn't done much drinking by this stage. Uh, so we necked it on the way down. Oh, very drunk. Geez. Got off the coach, kind of. Staggered into the concert. I still enjoyed it. I'm trying to remember who else was on because there was a bit of. Um, oh, I can't remember who was supporting, but I remember at one point because Bruce Springsteen had played oh. the month earlier. Swing <laughs> oh, He was still there, wasn't he? He was still playing when you <laughs> In spirit, yeah. I had, I had wanted to go to that gig, but it was before my exams and the U2 one was after, so my parents said, no, you can go to the U2 one. But U2 did do a cover of My Hometown from oh, uh, yeah. Born in the USA, Born I think. USA. And I was having a bit of a lie down. And I was <laughs> going, where am I again? I, mean, I thought I was at a U2 concert and kind of had to get up and go, I am at a U2. I'm so confused right now. But anyway, there might be something, something about this vodka stuff. Great gig. But by the end of the night, I'd lost my mates who I was with. I'd lost all the other school friends who I was with. Came out of the the stadium and went I have no fucking idea where our coach is parked <laughs> um, I was so drunk when I got off it gets on the tour bus with you too it can't be that bad <laughs> I had a little wander around the stadium could not find the bus I had another little wander around the stadium could not find the bus I had another little wander month I'm not going to find this bus they've probably <laughs> gone I went I need somewhere to sleep I no idea where I was, had no kind of phone or anything like that there. It was obviously pre all that. Wandered off, thought, I know, I'll find, I'll sleep under a bush in a park. <laughs> solid plan, solid Nothing plan. Nothing says safety more than that. Went, went, found a bush in a park, slept under, tried to sleep under, went, this is a really bad idea, it's not going to work. Had another little wonder, got into somebody's back garden. <laughs> and they had a shed opened the shed they had a sofa in it I'll like, have some that. of that jackpot and uh, went <laughs> no, to sleep on their no sofa way. in the shed 
and um, woke up the next day. Got out. No, it wasn't discovered, so I got out. Got out into the street in Dublin. I had no idea where I was. Thankfully, my dad had insisted on giving me some extra money. He said, oh, I don't need it. I don't know. So I did have enough money for a train, but I had no idea where the train station was. It's about six o'clock in the morning. I thought I could go left or I could go right. I'll see what happens. I went left, I think. Started walking into town. Thought it's getting a bit more built up. I think I'm going in the right direction. Started to get somewhere that seemed a bit more central. Asked for directions. Got to the train station. Got on a train back to Belfast. Took, I had to wait an hour or two for it. Took quite a while to get there. My parents were away for the weekend as well. This is key. So they weren't home yet. They didn't know I was missing yet. <laughs> Uh, but it was getting bloody close and uh, I remember getting to Belfast and thinking if I have to wait more than an hour for a train I'm just going to call home and confess everything and get them to come pick me up and uh, I booked a train and then at that point I thought I'll call and tell my brother what's going on because he was home for the weekend but my parents were away and I was like are my parents back yet and he was like no you're in luck so I was like I'll um, see if I can get home before them and I did. Well done. Uh, and they, they still not nervous? They know they? now, but I only told them like uh, two or three years ago. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Because I'd just forgotten when you were telling that you were in Southern Ireland, getting back to Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah. Northern Ireland. Mm. So long journey. That yeah. long journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before mobile phones. Yeah. Wow. Google Maps before anything like that. That was quite. I love the idea of you sleeping. Some happy go well kind of hobo. We used to like in Skyrim or something, just find a bed and rest. I was worried. I was just like, this can't be happening. And it's like I was seventeen. I had no, you know, skills for living on my own. Your exams, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> because you can play through your exams, yeah. but yeah. never <laughs> and, and what about your friends? They left you, they did well, did they just they did, but they waited a long time. <laughs> there comes a point where they go, mm. We have to get home, yeah, he's got to go home. some responsibility. We'll need to find the coach, you can't yeah. keep looking for the idiot yeah. forever. They, they, <laughs> they did enough, I didn't, mm. you know, I didn't blame them at all. Oh. Well, the worst, one of the worst things that ever happened, well, I think the worst thing that ever happened to me at concert, mostly it's good things that happen at concerts, not, not bad stuff, but as horrific as Knowles, but I went to a Sex Pistols concert when I was, oh, mm, wow. when I was about 17, and they were all, it was just hideous, it was mm. just hideous, and um, <laughs> I got, awful. <clears throat> awful, and I got a bottle of, um, hit me, and it was full of Fury. Oh, yeah, it's still a classic now, that, isn't it? Is it a still a classic? At festivals, people piss into oh, their festivals, beer yeah, cups yeah, yeah. and then mm-hmm. throw them in the air like mm. tosses. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that 50 Cent complained about that. He was furious at British festivals because people were chucking bottles of piss so at him. Just, mm. that's that's what British things to do. People. He's been shot nine times. Too precious to British piss. Yeah, well, that was that was pretty awful. I mean, the whole thing was that people were kind of stubbing fags out on each other. It was just. Well, even when you hear the bands talk, about it now they're like oh. we weren't a fan of being no. spat on <laughs> who People started that trend spitting <laughs> lobbing yeah. stuff did it feel like important did it feel oh, like God, yeah. yeah yeah I mean I remember I remember my we lived <clears throat> quite a suburban area and my brother who wasn't the sort of he wasn't the out there one that was me 
um, dress-wise and taste-wise and everything. But my brother suddenly overnight decided, without any of us knowing, that he was a punk. <coughs> and um, he was younger than me, by about four years. And I remember... So he works so for breakfast with a drawing pin for yes. his nose. And You've just, that's the end of my story. Chains then. out of yeah. his nostrils. Yes. Wow. Yeah, no, overnight he went somewhere and became punked. And he was walking back from somewhere, and we were looking out of the window. And I remember my dad looking out, and my brother was striding up the street. He was very gangly, and he had a kilt on, a nose piercing, and a, and a bright blue or red Mohican, right. and his spindly white legs and his docks. He'd gone out looking like little Rupert Bear. <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> Sounds like he came back dressed as my mum. And uh, and he's piercing. And my dad was and just literally it's like, what the fucking hell? <laughs> and he walked in and he was punk overnight. And he just but he didn't stay the distance. He kind of yeah. just yeah, he didn't he didn't keep with it. He didn't overdose or anything. He didn't overdose. I don't think he threw any bottles of wee. Um but he said he got into the music big time. And even to this day he follows a, he follows like he goes to every concert that, that those Bands that are now like Stiff Little Fingers, people mm. like that. He still follows. Dave they're Kennedy's. Still, they're still touring. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. incredible, isn't it? But yeah, he went full punk sort of overnight. I once went to um, a show. It was a local venue. I think the band was the Random Hand. Uh, they're a local Bradford band, and they did all like the little venues when I was growing up. And there was a band um, who was somebody new from school who was supporting them. And this was at Bradford Rios, if uh, anyone remembers that venue. Mm -hmm. but there we go. Mm -hmm. See, the old Bradford Rios, mm -hmm. the one in like the circular room, mm -hmm. and uh, the singer, uh, you know, he was, you know, bit of a bit of a bit of a Tommy Chancer. Uh, so he took an empty glass on stage. He did a piss into it, drunk his own piss, oh. and then spat it out onto the crowd. You have never seen a room clear oh. faster in your life. Oh, it was awful. Bye. <laughs> And yeah, it was uh, dead until uh, Random Hand came on. But yeah, I can't remember the name of the band for the life of me. But some, there a story about the, the Sex Pistols. There's some sort of dare, do the most disgusting thing you can, and we'll do something more disgusting. Somebody came up and shat on stage. Oh, oh, vicious I mean, oh no, no, no! I'm just eating a minstrel. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing's going to stop the me. For the listener, we're actually eating minstrels. Well, Noel tells the, <laughs> the the pooing story. That's lovely. I don't care. I, just, I think it's an urban myth, but. <clears throat> Still I mean, mm. you know, that wins if it is true. <laughs> I saw um, Rage Against the Machine at Leeds Fest. And I've, you know, I've been through a mosh pit in my time. I survived quite quite well. Because my elbows are sharp. And, uh, That's what I say about Abby. <laughs> sharp mind, sharper elbows. <laughs> Hellbows, as I call them. It was the main stage and it was crowded massively but you know how like they put like fences through different bits and separate the crowd a little bit and they had stewards going all along each kind of fence that in each bit <coughs> I remember I was uh, I was like I've been to, I've, I've survived many a mosh but I can do rage I'll stick near the back <laughs> I'll sit near the back like it might wake me up this <laughs> I'm having such a terrible time I don't like festivals and um, I went, and it, they were really good, but, like, the crowd, you just, you know, you're just swaying back and forth, and yeah. everyone's leaning on you, you are one. It's <laughs> like you can't, if you lifted your legs up, like, you'd still, you wouldn't yeah, fall. Yeah, you couldn't even yeah. lift your leg up. But yeah, yeah, if you did, you wouldn't fall. You are a cocoon of roses. <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> bound by sweat and piss. And um, <laughs> I remember like, um, what is killing in the name of Cayman? Yeah, and everyone like lost their shame, including me. I'm like, yes, this is great. And then um, I was like, oh, oh no, <laughs> I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I don't think I was my own body for a while. And then I saw this um, kind of steward guy walk over to me and like it was my last he already in slow-mo he was like my last connection with a human and he just must have seen me go uh, like that and, like, he, went, he went he nodded at me he's in like you want to come out love and I'm like <laughs> I look like Wendell from The Simpsons you know the really pale sick kid <laughs> like I look like him and um, <laughs> he went he just reached over to me like a crane and pulled me out. <laughs> like like hair from a drain. <laughs> I, was, I was done. And he saved me. And he just lifted me out. And now we're going, thank you. <laughs> was that something you'd seen in a Disney movie though? It was it was beautiful, it was very good, and he handed me some water and they they were they were all very alert and very helpful. But it's not the first time someone's lifted me out of a killing the Once it was just on at a club. Again, having a terrible time, I don't really like nightclubs. So I just throw myself into something and to like feel awake. And um I fell down during that as well, <laughs> and just some hands picked me up. <laughs> I can't rely on this forever, though, can I? I've since stopped get engaging in Killing in the Name of. Oh, yeah, I've, Killing I've, in the Name of Clear the Dance Floor. <laughs> I would spend an evening um, picking up fainting teenage girls at a Duran Duran concert. I'm <laughs> ashamed to say. Because um, it was when I was at uni. And I was home visiting my parents, and I had an American friend who was really into Duran Duran. Because in America, Duran Duran were quite a well-respected band. Here, they're kind of teeny bobby <laughs> joke. Yeah. Uh, and we were trying to convince him, going, "Why are you into Duran Duran? It's like there's teenage girls band. It's like, no, they're really good. They do good pop. And they kind of do do pop yeah, tunes. They do. They're he good. was into his bass, and he really liked John <clears> Taylor. <throat> but he was doing that American thing where you follow a band on tour. So he was, they were starting their tour in Belfast, oh, and he was going to." to go see them there in Manchester and all the way down to London. And I had agreed to meet him in Belfast just for the afternoon because he was in town. And then when I met up with him, he went, oh, the person who was going to go to the concert with me tonight has dropped out. Do you want to come? <laughs> I went, not really, not <laughs> And he went, oh, I have to go on my own. And I went, fine, I'll come, I'll come. And uh, we, I remember, and he's quite a short chap, shorter than me even, I'm not massive. And... Uh, I remember coming around the corner to see the queue of, of young girls waiting to go in and his face kind of drop and go, oh, he kind of, the penny dropped from them, what kind of band they were. And it was like, despite his stature, he still had a very good view throughout the concert. But I, we were up near the front and there were, there were teenage girls just fainting around me and I was picking them up and driving them to the back and going, are you okay, are you okay? And then going back. And I'd done this three or four times and eventually one girl... I kind of got her come around again and I went, are you all right, you all right? And she went, yeah, I'm fine and just ran straight back to the front again. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> so I spent the rest of the concert oh. at the back. Why were you fainting? Because they're so because in love with you. So, they get so worked up. There is a bit, it's that, a bit moshy near the front. So it's like, hot those, were the, those were the days though when your, your pop idols or your movie idols were gods because 
they were so far removed from real life and us because there wasn't the media that we have now. There was like, no tweeting. Now, now everyone's a celebrity Twitter. and they're so mixed up with <laughs> us. Yeah, there was no tweeting, so people didn't converse with you know no. the common man, mm-hmm. as it were. So um, it, it, yeah, they were so they were so held in high esteem, um, and you you only ever saw them. You know, and people still smash hits like magazine oh, on yeah. Harry Styles now. It's the yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. I was I had a phase Incredible. where I was me and my friend Tracy. We were into... <laughs> What's that name again? Tracy. You are at Helen Badlass as one of Oh, yeah. She always made Nicky me. Um, <laughs> did you, Mandy? Did you? We talked about this. We've had I them... want to hear... Were you not? I'm a little strike on You, you assume Terry listens to the podcast. And <laughs> 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 you assume Rob. Listen to one I wasn't in. Well, I don't think so. If it's got something to do with the pressing a technology button, it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, so she... <laughs> yeah. Technology button. The button is technology. <laughs> She was my partner in stationary uh, crime, but um, that's another that's another story. Um, but we, yeah, we got into the Bay City Rollers, and oh. yeah, and have you heard of them? Yeah, I've heard of the Bay City. Why whispering to me like I'm the one who's? Do you know mine. them? <laughs> and we not had that young. Um, we had uh, we made we got we went to like a fabric shop and made outfits. And we had we had check scarves tied no, round our wrists. You do tartan inserts no. in your jeans. Oh God, yeah. Oh, and yes. my auntie Betty <laughs> made me a pair. She ran up a pair of um, jeans with the tartan in the in the the flare at the bottom. Make those flares. Oh. Yeah, and we had Ben Sherman sort of checked uh, shirts, and I think we had docks on or something. And um, yeah, it just all tartened out. Oh my and god, have you got photos? I probably have somewhere. <gasps> and um, she always she it was all right because she was mad for Woody, um, and I was mad for Les. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, and I remember Woody when you and Les. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> <laughs> These guys are going to be stars. The Woody and Les. Characters. <laughs> and Woody and them on top of the pops. <laughs> the story's taken a very weird turn. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, but that thing about fainting, I remember being just literally, you know, uh, practically fainting if I saw Les, mm. and just just literally. And my mum would like, I would say, look, you know, I'd be in his fan club, I'd write to him, and deserve all of this. And I've forgotten where this was going. Nowhere, probably. Just um, <laughs> overcome with emotion. Yeah, I'm overcome with emotion. emotion. Yeah. yeah. But then I saw them. Yeah, so I was overcome with emotion. Da, 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 da. And then they're still sort of popping up here and there in northern clubs occasionally doing a, a gig. And it, they look like, like lorry drivers. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That is absolutely perfectly fine look. But they did look at one point, you know, like sort of little demigods, handsome, handsome yeah, demigods. Yeah. Saying he dodged they, a bullet, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to turn into a truck driver eventually. <laughs> we all do, you know, male and females. We all do. And then you become a truck. truck. <laughs> I was um, I was uh, doing That's an episode act- of Transformers I'd like to see <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, no you were there uh, Thought Bubble this year um, yes, at the comic book convention uh, one of the main guests there was Jared Way the lead singer of My Chemical Romance because uh, he's in, he does writes comic books now for DC and the lines for him were staggering and I was like doing wristband checks on the way out and there was people coming out just like in floods of tears just like from his presence and stuff like that yeah. it's fucking insane mm. just, I don't know what it is it's like you know you know like when people see like a really cute dog mm. or something like that and it's just like you well up a little bit for an inexplicable well I think reason, for teenage girls you're just you're just at that point you're just it coming into world. puberty yeah. it was and, and teenage exactly. girls one of them were 37 
Okay. Um, <laughs> the special people still. But um, no, but Terry's right. You weren't. There wasn't anything. You you. There wasn't Facebook. There wasn't social media. You, they were gods to you. Yes. You know, you might see them on top of the pops. The very idea of seeing <clears throat> them in real life. Yeah, I mean, basic, yeah. basically, we only had BBC One, BBC Two, ITV, Channel Four at one point. There was no other channels. There wasn't. There wasn't the accessibility anywhere apart from buying a magazine with the photo of these people. Channel Four still around. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. You had. You had. Yeah. Uh, you're right. That stop it. <laughs> I'm on about even before <laughs> Channel Five came out, mate. Honestly. <laughs> but you know, you're right. We didn't have, uh, and, uh, didn't have Twitter. So it was like they were so untouchable and so mm. far out of reach. Mm. They were God. They were. Yeah. Uh, they were. The only time I've seen something like that. Uh, I was sent to Glasgow Airport once for the Milan football team arriving. Uh, Beckham was in the team at the time. And the footballers kind of came through security. And I think there was like Pato, who was a Brazilian striker. Uh, some very famous. Messi. Uh, pretty messy, but there's some very famous players who are amazing. Bobby but Charlton. when Beckham came through, it was insane. Oh, like, yeah. crap, like people just moving, like like a mosh pit, streaming. Oh, you were caught up in it, you moved along. It was like seeing the Beatles or something. Yeah, but, yeah. And he was a nice guy, but the people who were around him were far, far more talented players, better yeah. players. Mm. Nobody was paying any attention. Talent's got nothing to do with it, kid. Yeah, it was crazy. He's got a good face. <laughs> He's a hunky man. He looks good. I always just thought he just like he's just like yeah, he just looks like a footy lad, doesn't he? Really. Mm-hmm. He's a handsome guy. I used to love watching him play football, though, but I don't watch anyone else play football. But I did yeah, watch he, it when he was in Man United. Not many other football players, we Americans would, would know about. He just had some yeah. shine, I mean, he, he's sparkle. Sort of it's kind of a bit. Going in, not it. having any personality as well. If he'd had the personality, it's when he opens his mouth and yeah. his voice comes oh, out, oh, like he's sucking helium. Well, it's there is a god. He's got talent. He's good looking, but at least he's. He has like a very like to go onto a sports tangent here. Like he has a very good little redemption story with like between World Cup '98 and the 2002 World Cup. Like that's a nice little. Fall and rise. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he cried, didn't he? He tried to get back to full fitness and then he got injured so he couldn't yeah. make the last yeah. walk up and he cried when he knew he couldn't. That was a nice little moment. Big baby. <laughs> no, heartfelt, sincere. Stony heart of Harrogate speaks again. <laughs> He's footballers like, oh, that money. Yeah. I've seen people get concussions and fucking skate back onto the track. I, I have an old Let me tell you, let me tell you. Um, I dented the wheel arch of an old Jaguar with my head. <laughs> what kind of a concert was oh, that? Well, we're, we're, we're in a, a different podcast now, aren't it's we? It's just an night out with my brother. Really <laughs> 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 I was conquered for a week. I couldn't drive for a week. Oh, yeah. Should we ask how it happened? <clears throat> well, it was just... I was, I was yes. out with my brother and my brother's friend and he invited us back to his for a little drink. So we went in. But when we left the house and he and Sai opened the door and I did like a... I won't say... I'd say a Basil Faulty like leg move like to go out of the front door. I didn't realise. I forgot completely that we walked up four stone steps. And I just like flew and landed head first, um, banged my head, got straight up, and then we went, and that was all fine. The next day, my brother got a phone call from Sai saying, um, is, is your sister all right? And he said, why? He says, because a man's come to buy my car this morning, and he said, you've got a dent on the wheel arch of the shag. It was not there. It was, it was definitely my head that had dented it. 
<laughs> but it was like an old robust car they were built like you know very well. robust head as well yeah. I, but I, I couldn't drive for a week I was a bit weird she only had channel one <laughs> couldn't even pain. google concussion yeah. <laughs> Before you went mobiles. to sleep and you you, you prayed. You, you prayed. You found a shed with a sofa in it, and you just. <laughs> I think I, I think I had Sky then, or maybe I didn't. At one point, yes. around then, I got rid of my telly. Just you so say that, that I didn't procrastinate. Did you say that your memory on this is a little bit hazy. <laughs> No, I, I mean, do you have every right to wear a car as a hat? Sky. I had a head injury, but at least I had Sky to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Sky? Possibly, I, I don't understand know. What's going it's on a nice still. story to finish on, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, you can always be part of the show by suggesting a subject matter um, or by email at oycpodcast.gmail.com or just sending us a message over on Facebook. Uh, we have a couple of upcoming appearances. Um, no, you are part of the White Coats improv group yes we have our gig next Sunday uh, the 10th uh, doors 7 o'clock at the Pack Horse and it will be the day after I turn 50 so you oh. can come and see me when it turns oh, into a truck <laughs> <laughs> a very very hungover truck and presents will be welcome <laughs> no vodka for you though <laughs> No, head, no headbutting Jaguar speed. <laughs> so if doors open at 7, what time's the show uh, start? 7.30. Okay, fine. Okay, uh, Noel and Mandy, you are going to be uh, doing some stand-up as part of the Homeless Support Stand-Up uh, Project. I think it is where it is. Simon yeah. on the Streets, <clears throat> it's called. The Simon party, on the Streets, yeah. that's the one. And that is at the 14th, yeah. first day of the 14th at the Fenton in Leeds. Uh, we're going to be there. There's going to be some sort of improv jam there as well, so I think we're gonna yeah. be going to be It's a free down. night, free comedy night, mm-hmm. and there'll be like a charity bucket. <clears throat> going round so, so get yourself there get yourself it's, there it's a good cause especially okay. with it being so cold now Discount Comedy Checkout have a Christmas show at the Fenton in Leeds Friday the 22nd of December doors at 7.30 uh, kind of 7.15 Seven, doors at 7.30 show starts at 8 and it will be Christmas themed obviously and uh, there's usually a bit of a panto kind of thing going on so a bit of a laugh you know audience have to create what we do on stage so uh, get yourself down there for that that's good mm. Super Troopers Improv have got their final show of the year Aww. Thursday oh, I yeah. <clears throat> anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> first day of December 28th we've had the editor's draft uh, doors half six show at 7pm <laughs> <laughs> doors that will be some <laughs> we, we'll we agree it with it. Yeah. <laughs> just we'll get there for we'll be there. seven o'clock I think things will happen um, on the 29th of December. <laughs> That's the weathery sound. Um, I'll be doing ten mins of uh, a character and uh, shitting myself up until that point. Um, but don't worry, stick with it because Discount Comedy Checkout are also performing that night and it will be worth it. That's, at, uh, that's with the Shoe Cake Comedy guys. At the horse and farrier? Yes, farrier. Horse and farrier, but there will be no barriers, so please come. Oh. Good it's food. It's in there. Otley. Good food. Friday, the 29th of December, 7.45. Start. Oh, I've got one. Oh, yeah, go for it. 25th of December, Christmas Day. Enjoy yourself. Santa. <laughs> and that is, of course, a free show. <laughs> Don't forget that. 
<laughs> We're surrounded by tinsel. How can we <laughs> And trimmings. <laughs> the trimmings. She's laughing her head off at me saying trimmings, thinking it's the right old-fashioned word. She's been going to fucking Stone Age when she first saw, I don't know. Yeah, no Twitter. Right, Flintstones to fuck off, and there was no Twitter and no BBC One. It was a good yabba-dabba-do, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you next time. That was a shambles towards the What the fuck? I thought you'd, when you did that big laugh, you'd press stop. <laughs> Do some words. Getting the brown water out, as you can tell. Abby, do some words for us. The words. Well, I did study words alongside Ben. Um, We've studied words together at the College of Words, and we have a doctorate in words. Okay. And our favourite word is uh, word.